Praise Him, and welcome to the Believe Right, Live Right podcast. I'm Eugene Hill, Senior Pastor of Kingdom Recovery Ministry, located in Phoenix City, Alabama, where we believe if you can change what you believe, you can change your life. Christianity is not about right doing, it's about right believing. Transformation takes place when you believe. What Jesus did on the cross is powerful. When you believe, it can and it will change your life. We call it the good life, the grace life, excelling in every area of life. Father God has a life-changing word just for you today. Are you ready? Let's get right to it. Father, we're so grateful, so thankful for this opportunity to be gathered together in your name, Lord. Father, what a privilege and what an honor, Lord, to even be able to call on your name, Lord. Father, we don't take it lightly or for granted, Lord. We thank you for allowing us to be gathered together in your name, to be gathered together among men and women of like faith, O God. We just thank you, Lord, because we understand iron sharpens iron, Lord. So we are just excited to be here, Lord, and we are eagerly anticipating all that you have in store for us. God, we just ask that you think through our minds. You speak through our vocal cords, Lord. Let it be all of you and none of us in this place on tonight. Come on, church. Say amen. 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 Well, Sunday, Pastor talked to us about the fresh and new has come. Y'all remember that? And so tonight, God wants us to make it plain and clear that Jesus is the fresh and the new. Somebody say, Jesus is the fresh and the new. See, what we have to understand is that this grace life is not complicated. Amen? It's simple. And God wants to give us the fresh and the new. God wants to give us the fresh and the new. Amen? He wants to give us the fresh and the new. Amen? Hallelujah. God wants us to to have the the new. He wants us to have the fresh. Amen. Hallelujah. And so what we've come to understand is that God, when we give our lives to Jesus, amen, when we give our lives to Jesus, we, the Bible lets us know that we have been really translated out of the kingdom of darkness into God's kingdom of love and light. Amen. It tells us that we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Amen. And it lets us know being new creatures that that fresh and new has come. God is like this. God, God doesn't give you uh, the old. He doesn't give you leftovers. He doesn't give you what's stale. Amen. He gives us the fresh and the new. Amen. And what we have to understand is because he doesn't like old. He doesn't like stale. He doesn't like leftovers like my husband. Amen. He doesn't want you to give him the old. He doesn't want you to give him the stale. Amen. He doesn't want you to give him the leftovers. Amen. He wants, he gives us the fresh and the new, and he wants the fresh and new from us as well. Those new creatures in us and that we have been created in Christ Jesus. He doesn't, he doesn't really, he's not really looking for that old person. He wants to see the new person. Amen. Amen. The Bible lets us know that, um, 
in Lamentations as well as in 2 Corinthians about the fresh and the new. In Lamentations, it lets us know that God's mercies and his compassions, they are fresh and new every morning. Amen. Remember I told you, I said, God gives you the fresh and the new. Amen. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians 5.17 so that you can see in your Bible um, where it says, Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Going to read that in the King James as well as in the Amplified. Ready? Read. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Go ahead in the Amplified, please, ma'am. The Amplified reads, Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, Christ the, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old, previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. Amen. It says the fresh and new has come. Amen. I don't know about you. I want the fresh and I want the new. Amen. It says engrafted. Pastor talked about that word a little bit on Sunday. He said engrafted means to become a part of. Amen. To I used the illustration the other week like skin grafts that they use for burn victims. Amen. They take skin from one part of your body and put it on another part. And therefore that skin that came from one part now becomes a part of of your body in that area that they engrafted to. In, in, in uh, biology, in plants, they take a, um, a plum and a peach and they make a nectarine. They take parts from both trees and engraft them. They put them together. And so the fruit that comes out is a nectarine. Kind of looks like a peach. Amen. Or tastes like a peach. Amen. But it's got smooth skin like a plum. Amen. And so engrafted means we've become a part of Christ. Amen. We are in Christ Jesus. And therefore we take on his nature, his character, his personality. Amen. Just like the plum is no longer a plum, or at least that nectarine is no longer just a plum. It's no longer just a peach. It becomes a new creature. It becomes a, a natural, something altogether different. And that's the way we are in Christ Jesus. We become something altogether different. Amen. In um, Lamentations, let's go there because I just want you to see the Bible lets us know God's mercies and his compassions are fresh every morning. They are new every morning. He doesn't give us leftovers. He gives us something new. Every day. Lamentations in the Old Testament. Ready? Uh, read. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Amen. So when it's talking about they are new, they there refers to God's mercies and his compassions, which are in the verse right before that. Lamentations 3.22. In other words, God gives us fresh mercies. He gives us fresh compassions. They are new. He gives us new compassions, new mercy every morning. He, he's not trying to look at how much mercy he gave you on yesterday. You know what I'm talking about? Say, let me just give them the rest of it. No, he gives you a whole fresh new mercy every day. Amen. Cause I don't know about you. I might need a little bit more today than I needed on yesterday. 
Y'all hear what we're saying? God is saying to us, so our God doesn't give us the old. He doesn't give us the stale. Amen. That's why we become new creatures in Christ Jesus. He's looking for the new person in you. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah 55 because it lets us know that God's ways and God's thinking is not like our ways and our thinking. Amen. He says as high as the heavens are above the earth, that's how high his thoughts and his ways are above us. Amen. See, the more pastor made this statement on Sunday, it was so good. It was so good. I wrote it down. Amen. He said, the more you hear the stuff of the world, you will be adapted. You will adjust to the world. And he said, the more you hear the things of God, you will be adapted to Jesus. Amen. And the things of God. Amen. The Bible lets us know in, in, in the New Testament, it's like this. Some of us are trying to put new wine in old wine skins. It's not going to work. Amen. That, that new wine will burst that wine skin. Amen. We're trying to, 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 to put uh, that, the things of God into our old selves, and that's not going to work. Amen. We're trying to put the fresh and the new that God wants to give us into our old way of thinking, our old way of doing things. And that's not going to work. Everything with God is fresh and it's new. Amen. It's fresh and it's new. We have Isaiah 55. Let's read that together. We're going to read verses 8 through 9. Ready? Read. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God don't think like you think. God doesn't think the way we think. Amen. As a matter of fact, God, God really, <clears throat> he can make anything be whatever he wants it to be. See, we've gotten adapted, like Pastor said, to the things of the world. We think everything got to function the way the world says it's supposed to function. No, it doesn't. God is God, and he can make it function any kind of way he wants it to. Amen? He said to me on one time, he said, Agatha, one plus one does not have to equal two with me. It can equal ten if I want it to. So we have to throw out our old ways of thinking. If God says a thing, that settles it. Amen? If God says one plus one can equal ten, then one plus one is going to equal ten. Amen? <clears throat> I want to show you in the Old Testament how God doesn't like old. He likes new and he likes fresh. Amen. I want to show you. We're going to quickly look at these scriptures in the Old Testament. We're going to look at um, Exodus, Exodus chapter 16, verse 19. And then the second one we're going to look at is Leviticus chapter 7 verse 15. God does not like um, old, stale. He likes the fresh and he likes the new. That's why he makes us new creatures in Christ Jesus. He's looking for that new creation that it talks about in 2 Corinthians. Amen. He's not looking for that old you, the old way you used to do stuff, the old way you used to think. He's looking for that new creation. That he's made you to be. Amen. In Exodus chapter 16, verse 19, we're going to ask that you go there. And what this is talking about 
Y'all remember in the Old Testament when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, you know, they got out there murmuring, complaining about a bunch of things. One of the things they were complaining about is that they didn't have anything to eat. So God rained down manna from heaven for them. Y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. they, they complaining and murmuring about everything. And so God, being the God that he is, a God who loves us, a God who provides, God rained down manna from heaven for them. Let's see what it says here in verse uh, Exodus 16, verse 19. Ready? Read. And Moses said, let no man leave of it till the morning. What he's talking about here is that they were together as much manna as they needed for that day. You know what I'm saying? In other words, it was like they were gathering as much food as they needed for each day. And, and Moses, of course, being uh, the vessel that God used to give them instructions, Moses said, let no man leave of it till morning. In other words, you can't have any left over. You know, uh, don't save any for tomorrow. <clears throat> Amen. Because God wanted to give them fresh and new manna every day. Because if, and some people did it, <clears throat> If they left it till the next morning or if they tried to save some, it would breed worms. It would stink. It would spoil, more or less. This is just one example of showing you God wants to give you the fresh and the new. Yes. It's the same thing with the word of God. That's why we got to get the word of God every day. We can't go on what we got on yesterday. That's not good enough. You need a fresh word. You need a new word every day. Amen. If not, if you just going to rely on what you got on yesterday, it might more or less, this is my way of paraphrasing it, it might spoil. What does that mean? I'm not saying God's word will spoil, but I'm saying it might not be what you need for that day. Amen. God wants to give you what you need for that day. Amen. The fresh and the new. Let's look at another one. Leviticus chapter 7. Leviticus chapter 7. Verse number 15. Now this deals with. One of the offerings that they were to bring. Remember in the Old Testament. Um, the people would bring offerings to God. A burnt offering. A sin offering a trespass offering, it might be a lamb, it might be a bull, it might be a pair of turtle doves, but they were to bring these different sacrifices, offerings to God. <clears throat> Amen? Amen? And so this particular one in Exodus here, chapter 7, is talking about the peace offering. In other words, when they brought the peace offering, the Moses then gave them the instructions that came from God. Amen. Whether that peace offering was a lamb, whether it was a bull, whether it was birds, doves, or what have you. Listen at these instructions that God gave the people. Leviticus chapter 7, verse 15. Ready? Read. And the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering for thanksgiving shall be eaten the same day that it is offered. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. Amen. God said don't leave any of it until the morning. 
In other words, they were to, yes, they were to eat it the same day that it's offered. They couldn't have leftovers the next day. In other words, if they, whoever would bring a sacrifice on tomorrow, amen, it had to be a fresh sacrifice. It had to be a new sacrifice. And they were to eat whatever that sacrifice was for that day. Not, not leftovers, <clears throat> not stale, not old. God likes the fresh and the new. And for us, under the new covenant, the fresh and the new is Jesus Christ. Amen. God, through his son, Jesus Christ, gives us the fresh and the new. Fresh and new what? Whatever we need. Amen. It's, it's what you need. It's not, it's not leftover. It's not what you needed on yesterday. Nor is it what you're going to need for tomorrow. He gives you what you need for that day. Oh, tomorrow he'll give you what you need for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's fresh and it's new. Let's look at uh, John chapter 1. Because we understand Jesus was the word and he was made flesh. And he dwelt among us. Amen. So in those two scriptures from the Old Testament, it just... God wants to show, and he was through his word, because we remember the sacrifices all pointed to Jesus Christ. They were types. They were typologies of Jesus. Amen. The manna, the bread of life. Amen. Jesus was the sacrifice that was offered for us on the cross. The lamb or the bull or the turtle dove, whatever they brought. That's why John the Baptist said, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Amen. God gives us fresh and new. Amen. John chapter one. Let's look at verse 14 first. Amen. And we are going to read that just in the King James because it's pretty simple. Amen. Ready? Read. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, of grace and truth. Now, <clears throat> in the beginning was the word, John starts out saying, the word was with God and the word was God. 14 says, this word, that same word that was in the beginning with God, was made flesh, a man, and dwelt among us. <clears throat> and we beheld, we saw his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. The glory as of the Son of God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Notice the, our main thing here is full of grace and truth. Somebody say Jesus is full of grace and truth. And this grace and truth is fresh and it's new for whatever you need. Amen. For whatever you stand in need of. He's not trying to give you somebody else's, what somebody else needs. He's not trying to give you for tomorrow. He gives you what you need for right now. Jesus was full of grace and truth. Let's read verse 16, because understanding Jesus being full of grace and truth, that has a very definite impact on what it's saying in verse number 16. John chapter 1, verse 16. We're going to read that King James and Amplified. Amen. Ready? Read. And of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. 
The Amplified reads, For out of his fullness abundance we have all received, all had a share, and we were all supplied with one grace after another, and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, and even favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. It says, <clears throat> And out of his fullness, his abundance. Remember, he's full of grace and truth. And it says, out of his fullness, out of that full abundance of grace and truth, we've all received. We've all had a share, and we were all supplied. We are all being supplied, amen, with one grace after another. Spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, and even favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. To me, that is so very important because if... Jesus is full of grace and truth, and he is. And then verse 16 says, and of his fullness have we all received. That means that Jesus is full of whatever I need. Yes. Yes, he is. He's full of whatever grace I need. He's full of whatever grace you need. In fact, the Amplified says grace after grace, one grace after another. Spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, and even favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. In other words, this fresh and this new that God wants to supply you with, Jesus is full of that. Remember, <clears throat> Pastor has taught us, it's so very important how you see Jesus. So mm. you got to know he's full of what you need. If you, can, if you can see and know that he's full of what you need, then you won't be going everywhere else trying to find what you need. You'll know that it's found in Jesus. Amen? Amen. Jesus is full of everything that we stand in need of. He's full of the fresh and the new. He's full of all the, the, the new things that God wants to do in our lives. He's full of that. Amen. That's why the old has to pass away. Amen. We've been engrafted into the fresh and the new. You are no longer a part of the old. <clears throat> you no longer think like you used to think. Do like you used to do. Even feel like you used to feel. Amen. We have been engrafted into the fresh and the new. We have been engrafted into Christ Jesus who is full of who has an abundance of everything that you stand in need of. Amen. <clears throat> Pastor said this statement on, on Sunday as well, and this was so very good, because I just said it's all about the way you see Jesus. He said, get somewhere by yourself and spend time with Jesus. That's what he said. Amen. <clears throat> get somewhere by yourself and spend some time with Jesus. See, the missing element, uh, church, is the time. Amen? That's the missing element. It's all about how you see Jesus. Amen? And if you <clears throat> see him as your Lord and Savior, if you see him being full of what you stand in need of, I don't know about you, but if, if, if he has what I need, then I need to get to him so I can get what I need. Amen? Time is that missing element, church. And I'm just encouraging and want to encourage you. You're going to have to do just what Pastor said. Get somewhere by yourself and spend time with Jesus. Spend some time with Jesus. How do you do that? 
We do that in the word because Jesus is the word. He is that word that has been made flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. That word was made flesh so that God could let us see that as men and women of God, we could live this life that he's called for us to live. Amen. He let us see somebody, in this case, Jesus, come down to earth and do everything that he has called for him to do. He let us see that that's possible. Amen. And even though he does not expect perfection from us, he's made it possible for you to, how can I say this, experience, to share in the perfect who is Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus is full of perfection. If you want to look at it like that, he's full of excellencies. He's full of beauty. And so when God sees you in Jesus, he's looking at the perfection. He's looking at the excellencies. He's looking at the beauty. Amen. All because the fresh and new has come, and now you are part of the fresh and the new. Amen. You are in the fresh and the new. And his name is Jesus Christ. Jesus brings the fresh and the new. Amen. He is the fresh and the new. And he's full of what we stand in need of. Full of fresh grace. Full of, of, of new prosperities. Full of, 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 of new health and healing. Whatever you stand in need of. If it's peace of mind, Jesus is full of that. Amen. He's, he's full of what we need. And it's not old. It's not leftover. It's not stale. It's just what you need. As a matter of fact, Jesus, as the fresh and the new, he's the best thing that could have ever happened to you. I don't know about you, but when I gave my life to Jesus, it was the best, one of the best things I could have, actually the best thing I could have ever done in my whole life. Amen. My life has never been the same. And yes, I grew up in church, you know, got on the morning's bench, if anybody knows what that means, and went through all that, you know, at a very young age, 12 or so, somewhere in there. But being young, didn't really fully understand, and of course, it wasn't really explained in a way that I could understand at that time. But God didn't give up on me, just like he didn't give up on you, amen? He knows what we need. So at whatever time, he said, okay, let me just give this girl the fresh in the new, amen? Let her see she can't keep on living that old way that she's been living, amen? She can't keep on doing the same old thing. You know, it's really like this. They say, you know, you can't keep on doing the same thing and expect different results. It just doesn't work that way. Amen. God wants to give you the fresh and the new. And his name is Jesus. Amen. His name is Jesus. You are not like the world, so stop trying to be what you're not. Amen. You are not like the world, so stop trying to be like them. Stop trying to be like the world. Amen. God wants to give you the fresh and the new. Amen. He wants us to bring to him the fresh and the new as in those sacrifices. <clears throat> he gave us the fresh and the new, and that's what he wants to give us. And the fresh and the new is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And my time is well spent. Let's give God praise for his word. Hallelujah. 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 Well, if you haven't quite been experiencing the fresh and the new, we want to give you an opportunity to make this declaration with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 
The Bible says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, you shall be saved. Amen. So just repeat after me, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me and dying for me on the cross. Your precious blood washes me clean of every sin. You are my Lord and my Savior now and forever. I believe you rose from the dead. You are alive today. Because of your finished work, I am now a beloved child of God. Heaven is my home. Thank you for giving me eternal life, filling my heart with your peace, with your joy, with your fresh and the new in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you on next time. Until then, remember, if you believe right, you will live right.